0: Welcome to this episode of The Prosper Project. Today, I am so excited to interview Forbes author, Dr. Maluna Fauch. Dr. Fauch has an intuitive and scientific problem-solving superpower that comes from her years of multifaceted experience, which we're going to unpack that today a little bit. She's been in nine to five retail sales an entrepreneur, served on nonprofit boards, and has been on stage and screen as an actor. She has a BS in music business and a PhD in holistic psychology. How's that for a combination? Along with an extensive training in business, voice, acting, energy healing, and intuition, all while being certified as a miracle-minded coach by Marianne Williamson. Dr. Maluna created her exclusive vocal archetypes to train conscientious C-suite executives and thought leaders in confident, effective, high-frequency speaking, presenting, and stage presence. She is the author of a new book, which we're going to be starting with. But before we do that, know that in addition to all the things she's busy doing, She's also, when she's not working hard, enjoying concerts and lectures, traveling, doing wine tastings, and she carries a Swiss passport and is a huge fan of Formula One auto racing. Welcome, Dr. Maluna. Thank you so much. It's so good to have you here today. And I know we won't get a chance to unpack everything in your really Wild, like if this were a fiction and that was the lead-in to the character, I don't know that most people would believe it. But it's all true, and we'll unpack what we can today. But I do want to start by talking about your book, which is uplevel your communication. Can you tell us a little bit about who that's for? what the transformation is in this book, and I know I'm asking you three questions in one, and what led you to write it. Thank you. I can answer three questions in one. (laughs) Thank you.
1: This book is for business people, and it's for those thoughtful, caring, conscientious CEOs, C-suite, professionals, leaders who want to communicate at the highest of high at the best of best, really having the ability to use the words, have the voice, put it together, have that message be heard so that they can influence and impact the world for good. It started Tumor in Head, and you may or may not ask me about that, but now that I've dropped that, we'll probably have to discuss that for a minute.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) 17 years ago, perhaps, let's just say that was, a seems like a lifetime ago, and I threatened to write a book about my story. What was all of this? What happens when you have a major wake-up call, a come to Jesus, I call it? And then I thought, well, it's my story. Who cares? It won't help or benefit. Uh, Not a great thing to think, and I don't want any of us or any of our listeners to think that. If you have a story to tell, let's do it. So Forbes approached me and I said, "You know what? I do have a story. It is time to tell it. And I've an extremely unique perspective on the voice and communication. Let's do this thing."
0: That's amazing. And I don't know what to unpack first. So <laughs> So <laughs> Forbes approached you. How did Forbes know about you?
1: I don't know how Forbes Publishing finds their people. Okay. I'm sure they have their systems and I don't know. I did ask them. I'm not sure they revealed all of that.
0: Okay. They They probably have scouts looking for the next great author or something like that.
1: Thank you. I know they look for doctors and PhDs. I would imagine it's partly because of my advanced Um, degrees and all of that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that. So I have a daughter with a degree in music business and she is now studying wants to get her master's and her PhD in psychology. So I've never seen that before and but it's in your bio. So how do you go <laughs> you know for her it was just a departure for you was it a departure you have a BS in music business and you've been an actor How do you go from there to psychology?
1: For me, it's not a departure. Okay. For me, it's understanding human behavior. I've always been in love with human behavior, the voice, obviously, listening. And how did that land? And how did that person respond? Or did they react? What does that feel like? So the music business part partly was, being a rebel against being a music teacher, as much as I love them and respect them, I thought, well, that's academia and they're not paid well. Teachers should be paid so much money, in my book. Yes, mine got, too. Right. And I did invest in a record company and I was involved in the music business and I am an actor and singer. The psychology came about after the tumor. I was already on a spiritual quest. And as you mentioned, I've done so many things because in the human design system, if you know and our listeners know what that is, I'm the experimenter. I'm the manifester, which is extremely rare. I'm the provocateur, so I'm going to provoke people. I recalibrate. And it's just my quest and thirst for understanding people and behavior, but I didn't want to be a therapist because I didn't find that terribly helpful in my own healing journey. Not talk therapy, but there are other types of therapy that I think are extremely helpful. So that was the holistic psychology
0: part. That's fascinating. Tell us a little bit about the experience with your tumor, because of course we've referenced it twice. So we have to go there if that's okay with you.
1: Absolutely. And for those folks, when you get my book, Chapter One, you'll read all about it. Let's just touch for a second. I realized that I was losing the hearing in my right ear. And at the time, my husband and I were living in Virginia, was in Virginia, and we had moved to LA for my acting and singing career. And I'm in Beverly Hills acting class, and my face is paralyzed, Lorraine. Oh my gosh. I honestly don't know if it was gradual. I mean, it must have been, but shocking as you can imagine. And I'd been doing so much holistic and spiritual work. I wasn't really sure what was going on. I had been changing everything, moved cross country. Right. Everything continues. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Went to a doctor in Burbank. She said, oh, this is physical. And I give her credit. She did not make fun of all my questions and what exactly is going on because I didn't have huge symptoms. I had some. By the next morning, I was having an MRI. We discovered a fist-sized tumor, chondroblastoma, a very rare benign bone tumor in the right side of my head. Poking into my brain lining, hello. Oh my gosh, that's horrific. That'll wake you up, won't it? For sure. Wow, I'm an actor, I'm a singer, I'm a teacher, coach. Whoa, what happens if my face doesn't return? And let's fast forward to the good news. The tumor was wrapped around the facial nerve. And when they removed that, first I had two surgeries, first surgery, nine and a half hours on that table, three neurosurgeons. I did heal. I had a second surgery because of an infection. I was determined to heal. I knew I wasn't going to die. I knew I wasn't done. I made all these arrangements with sore spirit. And yes, it is a miracle. It is.
0: Take us through a little bit of the journey of your book. So you start by telling that story. And then where do you take the reader? I want people to really understand because we could talk all day about, you know, all your qualifications and what makes you so special. But I just really find the book to be so fascinating. And I want to be able to really share that and have you share kind of that Journey and process with our listeners today. We
1: decided to start with the tumor and why am I here and why am I telling this story and why does it matter? And chapter one is communicating with compassion. And I literally go through things that people said to me, which absolutely shocked me. Chapter one teaches folks how to speak with folks who are going through tragedy now we've got COVID. People who have illness, what do you say? And please, what do you not say? And I unpack that for people. For example, I say, do not say to us you understand. No, you don't. You may not diminish or say that we're not experiencing what we're experiencing. Each one of us has our own path, our own Emotions, everything. So to diminish another person's experience or to say you understand is simply not true. And right. it's, very, yeah.
0: it's
1: yeah. very hurtful. Now we know people aren't doing this on purpose, right. but I'm asking us to wake up, be conscious and compassionate. So then I go into delighting the audience. I go, I think chapter three is my vocal archetypes. Let's see here. I need to look at my own table of contents.
0: <laughs> Love that. And so your vocal archetypes is a trademarked term for a process that you kind of use as your lens through to your training.
1: Yes, the vocal archetype system was born out of my all of my spiritual training. And I realized that we have four phases of life more or less. Mm-hmm. So for a woman we're the maiden The mother, whether that's a physical birth or not, we give birth to things. Then we're the queen, the good queen. And then we're the sage or the crone or the elder or the grandmama.
0: I like sage. I'm voting for sage. sage. (laughs) You vote for
1: sage? Isn't sage a wonderful term and word? It is a great
0: term. Yes.
1: And our words matter, as you just said. Our words matter. They're magic. And so I created or tie in, the four aspects of a voice. And so when I work with clients, I give each of them a vocal archetype recipe. And it may shift because each role of our life is a little bit different. So when you're running the company, you're the good queen. When you're leading the board, you're the good queen. When you're interviewing for media, it'll be a little more of a mix of all four of those aspects. When you're with your friends, the maiden comes out.
0: Yeah. I love (laughs) that. I think that's really interesting. And really, anyone, I mean, we all communicate. So this is relevant for anyone, whether you're starting your career, whether you're trying to figure out next moves, or whether you're a leader within a corporation. It's all so relatable.
1: It is. And it applies to everything. It really does. It's, as far as I know, rather unique, which is why I service marked it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. And so is the book kind of a condensed, almost like a sampling of what working with you would be like?
1: It really is. And I'm looking here, I have eight chapters plus an encore. I had to use showbiz terms. Oh,
0: I love that. Yeah.
1: I love that. And it begins with a prelude. What do you think? I
0: love it. I love it.
1: So I mentioned a few chapters and then I have beautiful, inclusive language. Because part of my movement is to mature and evolve and enlighten our language. I call it being the purposeful leader with intentional, enlightened communication.
0: Yeah, I can imagine all that that represents and it's very attractive, I think.
1: So Thank you.
0: Yeah. So just quickly, what are the other chapters in your book? Because I know listeners are going to be curious. Okay. So where do we go from there? <laughs>
1: where do we go? And you don't even have to start at the beginning, but I recommend oh. starting with chapter one, communicating with compassion, because then you'll understand. Yeah. You know where yeah. this all started. Chapter two, command your stage. Chapter mm. three, vocal archetype system. Chapter four, beautiful and inclusive language. Mm. Chapter five, female expression and energy. And it's not just for my women. Chapter 6, Delight Your Audience. Chapter 7, The Brave New World of Introductions and Leading Virtually. So now that shifted because I was writing this for two years during COVID, yes? Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. So significant because so many people will never go back to working in person at the level they had before.
1: We've got to have that stage presence on camera, don't we? Chapter 8, Building Relationships Matters and Leads to More Business. So there you go.
0: I love it. I love it. And we will have in the show notes where you can get the book, which I believe is also through your website. So tell our listeners a little bit more about who you work with and what ways they could potentially work with you.
1: Here is a description of my client. I am here to help impact-making, potentially misunderstood, highly intelligent, well-educated, passport-ready, caring CEOs and leaders who want to prove themselves and upgrade their communication. So what does that look like? I'll use an example of a current client that I have who is in New Zealand. Since we can work on Zoom, right? We have clients right all over the world. Right. He went from COO, behind the scenes, completely revamping the company, operations standpoint, to CEO. Mm. So what he said to me is, Dr. Maluna, I need to learn how to be on camera. I'm good one-to-one, but I need to be good in front of groups. I'm stiff on camera. I'm not good on camera. I need to be better with my communication all around. Most importantly, I need to earn the position and prove that I'm the right man for the job.
0: Isn't that gorgeous? That is really beautiful. Yeah. I like that. And well, and talk about self-awareness that really conveys a high level of self-awareness.
1: Self-awareness. And I should include that in my profile. Absolute self-awareness to know that. Because if we don't know, we don't know where we could go. Yeah. So with him, we're drilling down interviews, media, the first video for the board, the first video for the New Zealand Stock Exchange, the first in-person meeting that he went to a couple of weeks ago for a shareholders association, it's ensuring the words are working. It's ensuring he's speaking more legato, we put in there, more musical, more smooth. He is a left-brain engineer. Mm -hmm. So we're working on letting that personality, that brilliance, that vision come out.
0: That's amazing. And I love the fact that all your training has kind of led you to this moment. So, how can someone who's very logical, factual, really step into a powerful, almost emotive presence? Right. Because you need to build that connection with your audience. And so, it's for someone that's probably even more of an introvert to step into that, and a lot of actors are actually introverts I've read, which I find so interesting, right? So, but to really step into that power and be able to share it with a community of people takes brave, bold action. And that's what you're teaching people to do. and and I love that. And I think it's it's so important for anyone, whether you're trying to ascend in corporate, in a nonprofit, assume any kind of leadership anywhere, even with, you know, entrepreneurs trying to take their businesses to a next level, those skills are so important.
1: Beautifully said. I consider it foundational. It's not that one public speaking course you had in college or high school. It's a leadership gap that is not addressed a lot. And of course, for me and you, perhaps it's, Puzzling because if we can't communicate, as you said, let's say we're starting a new business, but we're not communicating our message well, or we're not clear, or we do so many things that we give a laundry list. I do 10 things.
0: Right. Marks exactly. don't know that.
1: Right? right. You can't follow that. What do you mean? I do Reiki. I do this. I'm a psychologist. If you have to be able to package it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If we will get to the pure voice, the authentic voice, find our words, find our unique way to say it. And as you said, we don't have to be extroverted, but sometimes we have to turn it up a little bit. And then we can go be introverted back in the corner again. And for those folks, I help them tell stories, I help them get sound bites three things they can say about themselves professionally. One thing that's personal. Maybe they're a pilot. Maybe they're a skydiver. Maybe they're a scuba diver or a spelunker in private. Something interesting. And help them open their heart through mindfulness, breath work. That's where, as you said, we want thoughtful leaders. We want vulnerability. Now we know what CEOs look like. We didn't used to even know who the CEO of a company was. Now CEOs are in the spotlight. They're under scrutiny. Yes, business owners, we're in the public eye. We need to be able to influence. We need to be able to speak our message clearly and effectively.
0: Yeah, no, that's so great. That is so wonderful. So. I want everyone to know you can find out more about Dr. Maluna on her website, which will also be in the show notes, and it's malunafausch.com, M-I-L-U-N-A-F-A-U-S-C-H.com, because I'm enjoying this conversation so, so much. There's so much more that we can unpack. I'm thinking that we need to have a second conversation. But I want to make sure that we let people know where they can find out all these things about you, get your book, work with you, book you as a speaker, wherever. I mean, it's just there's so many different ways to connect and learn more about how people can really be intentional in their communications with impact as well. But before I let you go today, Dr. Maluna, I'm going to ask you the question that I always ask my guests. This is called the Prosper Project because we're holding up entrepreneurs and people who can teach entrepreneurs how to really ascend and to create the life that they want. And that looks so different for everyone, right? You know, there's so many people that say, well, you have to make a million dollars. And other people that say, I never want to go above 250. And so I always end by asking my guests as I'm asking you now, what does it mean for you to prosper?
1: For me, prosperity is being rich and wealthy in every area of my life, physically healthy, which of course is so important to us. And my experience reflects that, returning to even better health, emotionally healthy, mentally sharp and capable. <laughs> yes, brilliant. Wow. Our genius zone. It means friends, my girlfriends. It means a great relationship with my husband. It means freedom and choice, which is why I chose to be an entrepreneur. It means a rich, satisfying spiritual life and more than enough money and jingle in my pocket to do everything I want to do.
0: I love that. That is a brilliant, brilliant answer and obviously you've thought about this. This is not a new conversation for you. Dr. Maluna, I'm so appreciative of your time and sharing your wisdom with listeners of the Prosper Project today. I thank you so very much and to all our listeners, I hope you'll go to the show notes, check out Dr. Maluna's website and buy her book if you want to communicate more effectively. Thanks so much for being here with us today, and I'll see you next time on The Prosper Project. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Prosper Project. If you want to grow a peerless, profitable brand, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you find value in our show, please help us reach others by sharing an episode and leaving a review. In appreciation, please visit prosperforpurpose.com for more free resources to help you grow your business.